Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Wednesday, December 8th edition of the show. We have so much to discuss. First of all, how bad is violent crime really in the country right now? 12 cities, count them, 12 cities have set their all-time homicide record in this last year. We'll discuss why that's happening. Plus, Hispanic voters, recent polling, Wall Street Journal's got this, totally split between Democrat and Republican in a generic poll, which just shows you this Biden White House is losing ground everywhere with every constituency. Um, The White House is demanding more positive news coverage. And will libs go out on dates with conservatives? GOP folks, we got some data, actual data on that one. Mike, you are not wrong. Libs are crazy, not just politically, but also socially. And I'll give you the numbers. I mean, what, what, what do you think the percentage is right now, according to the poll, of how many libs will not even go on a date with a Republican? Some of you are like, Buck, why aren't you married? It doesn't help that I live in an eight to one Democrat to Republican city. So think about it that way. And also, I can't exactly hide my politics. Kind of show up every day for three hours on a radio show. It's kind of a kind of a big show. We talk about stuff that's conservative. So. We'll get into all of that coming up here in just a moment. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. You got wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulation uh, re- regulations. HR, HR manager salaries aren't cheap. An average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance, all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. It is month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you want to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's B-A-M-B-E-E, Bambi.com slash buck, Bambi.com slash buck. What is the craziest idea the Democrats have? That's always a tough one. How do you combat inflation? Oh, print more money and spend more of it. That doesn't sound like a that doesn't sound like a great idea. Is that really? Oh, yeah, no, that's what they want to do. What about what about defunding police and just going soft on crime? Let's just be honest. Go soft on criminals. That's the plan. That's what they've been talking about for quite some time. And now we see the very real results of that. You have a lot of cities that are going through a pretty terrible time with crime. It's amazing to hear. I, I saw the clip last night on Tucker show of Larry Krasner, the DA, one of the worst of all the district attorneys in Philadelphia, saying that there is no crime issue, that that's a that's a hoax. I mean, you know, numbers don't lie. Scoreboard numbers, data, these things you have to pay attention to. And. 12 major major cities, not just 12 cities, 12 major cities in terms of population. Uh, you have Philadelphia, top of this list, had 521 homicides this year. As of December 6th, by the way, uh, Philadelphia has 1.5 million people. New York, which has 8 million people, had 443 homicides. So with about, you know, four and change... Four and a half times the population of Philadelphia, New York, has fewer murders. Think about that. Okay? Give you a sense of what it's like being in Philly these days. 
Um, Los Angeles had 352 murders as of November 27th. So this is this is astonishing. Chicago, the nation's third largest city, leads the nation with 739 homicides as of the end of November, which is up 3% from 2020. This is according to Chicago Police Department data. The deadliest year for Chicago, interestingly enough, was 1970. I didn't know that. When there were 974 homicides in the city of Chicago. 1970. Wow. I mean, we know the 70s. Remember back in the day, they would make these, producer Mike remembers, remember Death Wish with Charles Bronson? They made all these vigilante, and people were cheering for the vigilante. You know, the vigilante was the good guy. Because you had corrupt, feckless police departments. You had city leadership that was run by a bunch of social justice lunatic libs. And people were sick of it. Totally sick of it. Other cities here, uh, other cities that have surpassed all of, uh, surpassed their all-time numbers. I mean, it's stunning when you start to really add this up. Five cities surpassed records. Sorry that they said even in 2020. Uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Gee, is that a surprise? Minneapolis and St. Paul right next to each other. Minneapolis, where the George Floyd incident happened that led to BLM. And Right. So now more people are dead in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Minneapolis has also had, a, as a separate city, obviously, has had a major crime uh, spike, too. Portland, Oregon. I've talked about that. A thousand shootings in Portland this year. A thousand they're 365 days a year. And you're looking at, you know, almost, you're looking at almost three shootings a day in Portland? Yep. Tucson, Arizona, all-time record. Toledo, Ohio, all-time record. Baton Rouge, um, Austin, Texas, Rochester, New York, Albuquerque, uh, Albuquerque, Albuquerque, sorry, Albuquerque, New Mexico, broke their all-time records. Think about this for a second. So it's not it's not just, oh, you know, because often the crime stories revolve around New York, Chicago, L.A. because of the media living there and because of their size. Um, but a lot of cities in there that are probably surprising to people unless you live there. You know, Austin, Texas, which is unfortunately, even though it's in Texas, as you know, it's run by crazy libs. Um, they actually defunded their police. Now they're refunding the police because they realized that was the dumbest thing imaginable. At least some people do. And I, I love this analysis from ABC News here. There's a confluence of factors. I wish I could give you one good solid reason that I could give you for the increases, but the reality is there is none, according to a crime analyst supervisor telling ABC News. Yeah, guess what? Um, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, the criminals feel emboldened. They are ascendant. They are punished less. They are told that it's not their fault when they make these bad decisions. Uh, city governments are deciding that they're not going to crack down on this behavior. They're not going to make examples of people. Um, it's unfair. Uh, we need to end the mass incarceration problem. There's a disparity. This is just a statistical reality. A disparity in the, uh, the racial backgrounds of individuals arrested in major cities. And that upsets Democrats very much. Very much. Now, I just sit here and say, you arrest people who break the law. I, there's no quotas for arrests. I, I don't care. Anyone who's breaking the law, people that are hurting people, stealing stuff and creating an unlivable environment for those around them need to be punished regardless of skin color. It's not about, you know, the aggregate percentages. We're not doing a balancing act here of, oh, well, 
We need to arrest more Asians because not enough Asians have committed crime in the sector. No. You arrest whoever breaks the law. Very straightforward. This is the way it should be. But Democrats are very uncomfortable with it. They don't like that. They feel, they feel icky about it. What do you mean? You know, why, why is it that there's such a disparity in the arrest numbers? Well, who's committing crimes? We can discuss why people commit crimes or what society could be doing to help uh, communities where there's higher crime. And, you know, sure. But you got to arrest the people committing the crimes. All right. Or, or else you're just you're seeing what you're seeing now, which is people feel unsafe in their cities. I mean, you know, New York, I can tell you, I know this place very well and it is less safe than it was years ago. It is a less safe place. There's more bad stuff happening and it's not just the shootings and murders. I mean, it's, it's you know, top down. There's just more bad stuff going on in New York than there was before. And it is because of Democrat ideas, Democrat policies, and Democrat decisions. And that's what you, you have to know this. You have to know this. You have to remember it. You have to keep it there with you because they're going to gaslight you. They're going to lie to you. All right. Now, there, that's one area of real failure for Democrats. I thought that this was um, pretty remarkable, though. Uh, when you look at the latest numbers for um, uh, Hispanic, by the way, that is the preferred term among the Hispanic community. Uh, the preferred term is is Hispanic. I mean, well, of course, that's the term I've used, but they hate Latinx. None of them actually like the term Latinx. Um, but the numbers show that right now Joe Biden has lost a tremendous amount of support from the Hispanic community. And it's really because of. Two things. Uh, the economy, right? Uh, the economy is particularly weak right now compared to what expectations were, compared to what people wanted it to be at this stage. And uh, also immigration. People that come here legally do not, in fact, like the open borders approach, let everybody in who's illegal, of the Democrats and the Biden administration. Uh, here you go. This is from the Wall Street Journal today. The nation's large, uh, sorry, the nation's large and diverse group of Hispanic voters is showing signs of dividing its support between Democrats and Republicans more evenly than in recent elections. One year after giving Democrat House candidates more than 60 percent of their vote, according to poll at the time, the journal survey found that Hispanic voters are evenly split in their choice for Congress. Asked which party they would back if the election were today, 37 percent of Hispanic voters said they would support the Republican congressional candidate, and 37% said they would favor the Democrat, with 22% undecided. Hispanic voters were also evenly divided when asked about a hypothetical rematch in 2024 of the last presidential contenders. 44% saying they would back President Biden. 43% saying they would back President Donald Trump. You know who thinks uh, Donald Trump is really, really racist? White libs who work in media. They're the ones who are the most sure that Donald Trump is really, really racist, uh, particularly against Latinos, because clearly 43 percent of Latinos do not think Donald Trump hates Latinos because he doesn't or you know, has any animus toward Latinos or thinks less of them or anything. He doesn't. But this is just the, the Democrat propaganda that unfortunately seeps into people's minds when you're at when you're at, at uh, break even, so to speak, with the Hispanic community in America. As a Democrat running for office, um, you're in really bad shape. Uh, that's a particularly troubling place for Joe Biden to be. Um, will libs go on dates with Republicans? It's a question as old as the Republic. 
the libs go on dates with Republicans. I, I guess maybe it's not that old because people used to be a little bit more normal about this stuff. Or maybe they didn't. I don't know. We'll get into this, though. You know, a little bit of a social commentary coming up here from the Buckster. My pillow is amazing. Mike Lindell's team has hooked me up with the my pillows that I love and sleep on every night now. I've also got the mattress topper, the Giza Dream sheets, the my towels, the my slippers. And sleep is important to me, as I assume it is to all of you. It's critical for your immune system, your overall sense of well-being. Give yourself the gift of a my pillow or someone you love this holiday season. You're going to absolutely be so glad you did. Uh, listeners like you have built MyPillow in the incredible company it is today. You get great discounts on all MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com right now, clicking on the Radio Listener Special Square. You're going to see rotational offers up to 66% off on products like their pillows, mattress topper, and the Giza sheets, but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, uh, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com. Enter promo code Buck. That's MyPillow.com. Enter promo code Buck for these amazing radio specials. I don't have too much time to get into this one today. Um, White House is demanding more positive press coverage, but just real quick, uh, the fact that they're whining about the press corps, which is entirely in their pocket in a way that's pathetic, not being friendly enough about them, and what are they going to do? They can't completely uh, subvert reality. I mean, if they start saying, oh, it's amazing, Biden's doing great stuff, people say, like, what? Like, what? And they don't have any answers. So there are limits, right? The propagandists cannot exceed what kinds of misdirections and exaggerations are at least plausible. They have to stay within the realm of the plausible. And Joe Biden, as anything other than a failed president right now, is not plausible. So they can go in, there's this meeting apparently where the White House is complaining about their coverage. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. And this is like uh, bringing, you know, bringing in your, your boosters if you're a football team and the guys that have the face paint on and the, the letters painted on their chest and are banging the drums and screaming and all that stuff about how much they support you and love you. You bring them in after you get your butt kicked in a game and you say, oh, you know, you guys weren't cheering enough for us. That was the problem. I don't think that was the problem, actually. I don't, I don't think that's the issue. But this Biden administration is running out of options. And, you know, the midterms are going to be here before you know it. You know, we're going we're gonna to get through this winter period. It's going to be a rough winter in the north, that's for sure, the northern states. Uh, a lot of COVID, a lot of misery. That's, you know, and people aren't going to be in a good mood about that. And then you're going to be going into the springtime, into the summer, and what do Democrats have to show for this? What do they have to show for putting Joe Biden in office other than embarrassment? Exactly. People are figuring this one out. One more thing to throw in there, the... Uh, I think it was um, one of the, I think it was the Pfizer CEO has said that really for maximum protection, uh, you should probably consider getting fully vaccinated plus fully vaccinated again with boosters. Remember, fully vaccinated now means with a booster, but there might need to be, he says, an Omicron specific vaccine, six shots, folks. Now you're talking about getting six shots. Oh, Okay. Six shots played out over a few hundred million people. Okay. Now you start to say, when does it end? It doesn't end. You sort of say, well, we, there are some side effects to this, right? We know that there are some side effects. According to the CDC, according to the CDC.gov, you've had about six people who have definitively died as a result of getting the shot. Now, I know that's a small number, but 
I mean, clearly there's also side effects and discomfort and things that people have to deal with from the shot, long-term effects that people still debate. And now you're going to make people, just the thought of this, you're going to have rounds of three shots every six months for the rest of your life, just so you can go to a restaurant in a place like New York or Los Angeles. These people are psychopaths. Honestly, they've lost their minds. I want to scream in their faces. I, I actually don't even want to debate with them. I want to yell curses at them because they're horrible people and they're, they're completely insane and they're not helping. Okay. This is, this is now gone way beyond what is reasonable, way beyond what anybody could think is a rational approach to this. I mean, the fact they're even talking about six shots, the fact that de Blasio is mandating boosters for five-year-olds, six, I'm sorry, he's mandating vaccines for five and six, he's mandating bo- mandatory uh, boosters for kids uh, 11 and up. I guess 12 and up, whatever it is. This is insane. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time on COVID today. So, you know, I just, it's just too depressing. What can I tell you? College students, according to Axios poll here, who would not go on a date with someone who voted for the opposing presidential candidate. 71% of Democrats in college would not go on a date with someone who voted Republican. I mean, this just, and now you say, how many Republicans? 31%. By the way, I think that number is uh, too high. But still, it's a huge majority of Republicans are like, yeah, I'll go on a date with a Democrat. I'm not a, I'm not a you know, crazy person. And 71% of Democrats would uh, not go on a date with, 37% of Democrats in college would not even be friends with a Republican. Okay? That's, you know, 37%, getting close to 40%, not that far from half crazy but this is you know culturally these people are so closed-minded they're so insane bonkers five percent of republicans wouldn't be friends with the other side all right just to give you a it's clear here we're the open-minded side we're the cool kids folks be thankful for that republicans we're like the normal nice people that live in reality democrats are part of a massive cult that is living in the unreality of men can be women, and oh, if you stop enforcing laws against criminals, nothing bad will happen, and print more money, who cares, nothing happens there, have open borders, no big issue. Let's go down the list. These people are out of their minds. But, you know, if they're nice and pleasant and polite, I don't mind being around them, I'm fine, i got Democrat friends, right? I've dated Democrats in the past, believe it or not. Well, I know, that's probably why I'm not married, don't have kids. But I've dated some Democrats. They're very pretty. But, you know, their politics were not good. Uh, so yeah, it's what we think. The, uh, Democrat side is the side that is, uh, completely intolerant and closed-minded and socially even. And so there you go. Move to any of the young, uh, young Republicans. Listen to this. Move somewhere red. Don't, don't stick it out like I have in the, in the deep blue. It's just not worth it. You'll be happier. You don't have to move somewhere that's 80, 80% red, 50, 50 even. But move somewhere where there's some balance. Because if you live in a blue hellhole, um, well, you can figure out the rest. Thanks for being here on the Buck Sexton uh, uh, podcast, Buck Buck Sexton show, same deal. Um, Be back with you tomorrow. We're going to rock it all out. Shields high.